This is Pod's Burgers, a podcast chronicling a Bob's Burgers obsession. Should we just... What, what should we do? This is a weird feeling. What? Why? Because I don't know. Most of the time it's just you and me sitting there and I touch your knee a lot. And here, touch my finger. <laughs> I'll touch your finger crotch. <laughs> it's my finger knee. I owe it to the people who have, you know, invested in their in their time and their energy and yeah. I think the content is still solid. It was different when it was just for our amusement, but now we have people actually listening. <laughs> I know. Guys, this is so good. I love it so much. Let me tell you something. I'm we, having the best time. We have our new equipment set up. I really am having the best time. And we have been messing with it for two hours. I've already had a glass and a half of wine. And my dog, it, he's in rare form. I mean, he's had his, his moments, but I think he truly, truly knows that this is not the time to be doing this. He's truly, truly, truly outrageous. He is. Um, if I sound tinny and Brittany sounds great... Then enjoy Brittany's voice for this episode, and we will work on it for next time, because that was what was happening before, but I'm just done stopping and starting. Well, and I don't know. I think your voice could probably be enjoyable, even though it's tinny. I don't know. I mean, it... When did I become such a fucking optimist? I don't remember this happening. I also need to remember not to do my, um, my breathe laugh that I do a lot, or if I do, I'm going to turn away from the microphone. Oh, like the wheezing that we do? Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to turn away. You guys are going to get the full brunt of that shit. I don't know if you can hear Lloyd. Um, I can't through the headphones, so I think we're good. We're good. He is... <laughs> what is he doing? He just stopped to look up at me because he knew, knew that I was talking about it. Oh, he's pulling the guts mm-hmm. out of another toy. Mm-hmm. And it's got a squeaker, so at some point that's going to happen. Also, we turned off every heater in my house so that there wouldn't be background noise. So it's about 12 degrees in here. It's, it's a good time, you guys. I'm, we do this. This is love. I, was, I think you said this a few times in the first episodes. It's, um, this is real life. Yeah. I, think, I mean, it's real life with brand new microphones. Yeah. I which mean, isn't really real life. This is actually kind of intimidating, the amount of um, wires and mm-hmm. joints and... Mm-hmm. And the way I have to hold my head. Fiddly bits. I think you can move normally. I I feel like when we did tests, if I moved my head around, that's when tinny happens. So I'm staying right up on this. Okay. All right. Do you... I don't know, guys. We may end up re-recording this episode because, damn. Okay. I breathe a lot. Well, people breathe. (laughs) That's what happens. So um, uh, do 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 you want to test this out a little bit more and record some other time? No, I, I, I say we just go for it. Okay. Let's do it. I'm going to get my phone over here so that we can do this business. It's going to be good stuff. I'm just like... I sang the um, It's a Miracle song at Jen just before we hit record and found out that it was Barry Manilow. And mm-hmm. I'm stoked. And she said, Matt, how'd you say it? Manilo, I don't remember. Manulo. It's like I'm having and macrophone. Macrophone. <laughs> I'm having a lot of mini strokes or something. I have no idea. Um, I do want to talk about a few things. Um, maybe it's housekeeping related. So mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to wait until we actually start. 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 Mm-hmm. Start. Start. Do you have any pre-show show? Well, I mean, I guess this could technically be pre-show show. Um, I don't know. You got anything? I mean, Barry Manilow. I was trying not to swallow into the microphone. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Ew. Um, Barry Manilow was all I had for pre-show, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. All right. This is going to be... All right, all right. It's going to be great. It will, it will. Trying okay. really hard. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super excited to talk about this episode. Do you want to get up and do some jumping jacks? We no. can do some wacky jacks? No. But... Mm-hmm. 
Did you notice that I decorated my little tree I over there? I did. That was the first thing I noticed when I walked mm-hmm. in. It was so delightful. It looks really cute, huh? And the fire is so delightful. No, yeah. it, it is adorable. I actually, my favorite combination of holiday decorations is red and silver, so... Mm-hmm. That pleases me no mm-hmm. end right yeah. there. Yeah. So I'll, great. I'll post a picture of my little tree so that you guys can see it. The tree actually lives here in the game room year round. I just decorate it for various holidays and it, it lends itself very well to this particular holiday. It's very cute. I love it. Okay. Um, I just have some housekeeping items, so maybe we should just start. Let's do it. Let's jump in. Let's jump in with both feet. Well, hi. Hello, friends. It's Pod's Burgers. It's my first hello friends through this weird screen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Jen. I'm Brittany. And today, tonight, we are going to talk about Roller, I Hardly Know Her. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Good job. So, um, yes, excellent episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen was very excited when she saw it and texted me and like ran over and throttled me and said, you need to watch it and so I did except not the throttling part that didn't happen yeah I mean but um or the running yeah um yeah I actually uh I I really liked this episode um so much so that I had to immediately go on to the Podsburgers fan page and let everybody know that so I'm really interested to hear about everybody else's opinion about it oops sorry I hit my microphone oh Um, and there are a lot of really um notable things about me yes. liking this episode Same. and we'll get into that a lot later. of there's a lot of land stuff in mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and it's uh it's pretty great and it's funny because I'll find myself pondering it and then find another land thing mm-hmm. that hadn't occurred to me mm-hmm. prior to so um really good but mm-hmm. um some housekeeping yeah, yeah. Um, I realized, this is very important news, you guys. I realized, um, I can't remember if it was last episode or the one before. It must have been last episode because we were talking about Bob when he was talking to the turkey and it was a One Direction song. Yeah. And I said that was the only One Direction song that I know. Yeah. Wrong. I know two. Oh, dear. I know one called Drag Me Down. Never even heard of that song. Okay, well, there you go. I know two One Direction songs. Um, Two directions, if you will. So there was that. Wait, are you going to sing it to me? Um, oh, I don't know if I know the lyrics. I've never oh, heard of this It goes this like song. this. All my life you stood by me when no one else was ever behind me all these nights or something like that. Oh, that was it? That was the end? <laughs> it, well, I don't remember how it goes from there. Nobody can drag me like, down. Like, you know this song really well. Nobody, nobody. Yeah, that's the song. Never heard that song. Well, it's, it's you know, One Direction songs are sort of like country songs where mm-hmm. you hear them the one time and then you just know the song. Mm. So. Mm. I, I guess I've never heard it the one time. Yeah. Because anyway. Because it doesn't sound familiar at all. Nobody, nobody. Um, nobody can drag me down. Was that your only housekeeping? Nope. And oh. then uh, I had a really weird um, Michael McDonald moment. Oh. Aren't uh, all Michael McDonald moments really weird? They can be. Um, but this one was particularly weird. So I was... Uh, we recently uh, did a 5K, as we've mentioned before. And it w- occurred in a kind of a smaller town a bit south of us. And um, it's notable, this town, because the Lehigh Roller Mills were used in an 80s movie called Footloose. And they filmed a dance sequence in there where um, Kevin Bacon's character... Was that at the Roller Mills? Mm -hmm. Roller Mills? Mm Because I know that the... um tractor scene was at the roller mills yeah i thought i thought it was inside the roller mills that he was dancing around i i, anyway, I wouldn't know but. kevin bacon um is frustrated with his life and mm-hmm. and he needs to go dance it out you know like jimmy jr mm-hmm. and um so he goes to this secluded area and he's living in a small town where dancing is forbidden dancing is forbidden mm-hmm. and he um does this really bizarre I guess macho dancing sequence. Yeah, because I thought it was in a barn. 
Yeah, I think no. I mean, it wasn't in a barn. It was in a like. A, was it? It was like a factory kind of a. Thing. I've never seen Footloose. Um, I've actually, I've <laughs> never, I've only seen pieces of it, and then so I've I don't pieced, know why I keep trying to like. I know <laughs> I've pieced together the plot based on all the the yeah. pieces that I've seen. Anyway, do you even know if he's frustrated when he's dancing? I'm pretty sure he's frustrated because he looks frustrated. Yeah, and he's like, Ugh, and like tears off his shirt. Is he dancing to Footloose? No. He's not. Oh, what's he dancing to? I don't remember, but oh. I just know that it's not that. So okay. anyway, um, go with me on this journey. So, I'm coming. I'm, I, I, you know. So when we went to pick up our um, race bibs and equipment and everything for the 5K, it was very near the Lehigh Roller Mills, which is funny because in the movie, it seems like it's out in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. but this is dead it's center so in the middle of the most insane traffic. It's kind of a historic um, main street area. And so I feel like they don't want to widen the streets or anything. So you know what else is like that? The pyramids at Giza. It's true. And, um, the, uh, the Alamo, Mm -hmm. the Alamo is fucking dead center in the Mm -hmm. middle of everything in San Antonio. There's a pizza hut right across the street from the pyramids. Yeah. You can see like a garbage dump Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's really not, not out in the middle of the desert. Not majestic. Same with the Lehigh Roller Mills. Yes. <laughs> That's, so, in that way, they're very much like the pyram- the Great Pyramids of Giza. Very, very similar. Also, that. maybe aliens in that, also built Lehigh Roller Mills. In that one particular way. Is so. Lehigh Roller Mills hard for you to say? Yes. It's really hard for I me to say. I didn't realize it until I started recording this, but yes, it is a little weird. But go on. Okay, so... While we were there, stuck in traffic, I just took a picture of it because I was like, oh, you know, here we are. Let's take a picture of the Lehigh Roller Mills. Right. And um, I posted it recently because I found it on my camera roll and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. And I tagged it with a bunch of like just random hashtag gibberish. So it was Kenny Loggins and what? Nothing. I I'm, I went nothing. <laughs> I'm like making terrified. No, I'm making up what happened in my head. And <laughs> no, okay. So anyway, <laughs> just no. let me let me go. So um, it was like hashtag leader round because I wanted to make sure that people knew that I wasn't right there at the Lehigh Roller Mills because they'd be like, dude, me too, mm-hmm. and then they'd want to meet up. So <laughs> that happens all the time. Later round. <laughs> And then I did Kenny Loggins, and then because it's the holiday season, I did his hit Celebrate Me Home, mm. um, hashtag Celebrate Me Home, and then See, I did... See, I saw that hashtag, and I didn't know what it meant. So, and then, um, to make sure that people could understand that I was drawing Kenny Loggins' thread to uh, Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. in that I said, hashtag six degrees of whatever. So, anyway, as I was researching... <laughs> To make sure Kenny Loggins sang Celebrate Me Home, mm-hmm. I did a search, and I honestly can't remember what it is. I can go back and look, but for now, let's just continue with this riveting story. Mm-hmm. And I'm it, riveted. It brought up just the strangest thing. Um, here's the name of the site that, that came up. It's the title of the article. It's a Rolling Stone article. Watch Kenny Loggins... Michael McDonald in Thundercats Show You the Way. Excuse me? Right. Here we go. Here's here's the subtitle to this article. Okay. Armless Samurai Finds Redemption in Sweet Silly New Clip. Keep going with me. Thundercat, Kenny Loggins, and Michael McDonald reveal the healing power of a deep groove in the new video for Show You the Way. The track appears on Thundercat's recent album, album... Drunk. So, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Thundercats, the cartoon. No, Thundercat. Yeah. So somehow less weird. I don't know. <laughs> but but I read that this morning. Yeah. When I woke up, and I just thought, there's so much going on in there. I don't even know where to start. But the fact that it was not even a direct Michael McDonald thing. It was a Kenny Loggins, mm-hmm. Michael McDonald. He, he, you know what? He will come into your heart when it was you insanity. Him. Insanity. Um, I'm disappointed it wasn't the Thundercats cartoon. I'm not going to lie to you about that. I mean, you know Thundercat, though, right? No. Okay. Well, anyway. Who's. Uh, he's who? just a singer. It's fine. He's Look. a person? Yes, he's a person. Not a, not a band? No. A person? It's, it's a person. Hmm. 
I mean, I think it's a person. There was only one person in the video that I watched with the armless samurai. I was imagining Lion-O. Mm-hmm. That would have been better. But I think, you know, as I was waking up, I thought it was that cartoon. Mm-hmm. It was it was very disorienting. Mm-hmm. There was so much information packed into those few sentences, mm-hmm. and I was just like, remember that time that I did all that research about Michael McDonald to find some interesting things? And there was nothing? You'd think that fucking would show up. It's true. That's okay. the most interesting thing that we've had to say right. about Michael McDonald in forever. Yeah. So I watched the video, and yes, indeed, there are Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald singing with Thundercat. And the song is called Drunk? No. The album is called Drunk. Oh. Show You the Way. Show you the way. Yes. Oh, wait. Hmm? Is it that I want? No, that's show me the way. Mm-mm, it's not that one. <laughs> it's not that one. Hmm. Yeah. So that was my housekeeping. Okay. Thanks for going on the journey with me. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a couple of housekeeping items. The first was um, I wanted to know if you had drawn Steve the Queen yet. Fuck. No, I haven't. Well, that's okay because... After I uh, was editing it and I was listening to the Steve the Queen part again, Mm -hmm. I realized that really what Steve the Queen, the drawing needs to be is him winning the pageant. That's what I thought too. But when you said a crown, I was like, cool, we'll go that direction. Tiara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So definitely Steve the Queen. Winning the pageant. Whatever the pageant is, please, you know, make that happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. The other thing was I, I I debated and worried a lot about leaving in the stuff about me not being able to find Europe. And I finally decided to go ahead and leave it in. Okay. So I just want to apologize to everyone. Why? And also let you know that I'm I'm really not stupid. I think people know you're not stupid. It comes across like I'm really stupid, but honestly, like I understand that Europe is a thing, and I understand it's on a map. <laughs> I don't think that anybody thought you didn't know Europe was real. I just didn't know where to find it on that. Well, I'm bad at maps, so if you yeah. put a map in front of me and you ask me to find something, most of the time I'm not going to be able to find it. Do you think it. it's just and that it, you freeze up? Uh, I mean, maybe, because it's been that way for so long that now I am convinced it's going to be that way, so yeah. it just happens. But um, I... Uh, don't want it to come across. Do you remember that viral clip of the speaking of a pageant of the oh, pageant? Yes, yes. Uh, and she woman? was she was not stupid. I'm sorry. The the pageant woman who was not stupid. She's not actually that dumb, you know. Well, I don't know anything about her. Yes. Uh, so whether she's stupid or not is really not the, the point. The, the point Iraqs. is she. Yeah. The point is that she you know babbled about the world, and it seemed like she didn't understand the world. Mm -hmm. And I do. Yeah. I I just, I don't think anybody thought you didn't understand the world, Jen. I felt like the map part was funny. So even though it made me look like an idiot, I left it in. Well, so I mean, we all have those moments, right? Yeah. 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 Like the Carly Simon. What's the other one? Not Carol King. Not the same. I, I don't know. I feel like it is. It embarrasses me. This is me not being able to find an entire Continent. I think that given different circumstances, you could find the continent. I, I can, actually. I have. Okay. But in this case, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was not. Anyway, let's not get back into it. Okay, but, cool. Um, the two other things really quickly. The other thing that I noticed was at uh, toward the end of the last episode, we were talking about the national mm-hmm. video. Yes. And I kept calling them the nationals because I'm our mother for some reason. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I do know that the band is called The National. I've known that, but I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe I'm, you were just... I am my mother's daughter. Maybe you were just saying it in, like... Um, the Possessive? Good, yes. No, I'd like to feel that way, but no. No? Okay. No. All right. I definitely tried to figure out if I could play it off that way, and no. I just called them The Nationals. It was a sequins dress? Yep. <laughs> and then the last thing is that... I uh, purchased some real life candle company candles. One of them is burning right now across the room. It's delicious. It's the Oh Hey Marshmallow. Mm -hmm. Um, I also purchased Christmas Magic. That makes me sing Twinkly Lights for some reason, but. Yeah, yeah. different song. Um, Shall we? Yeah. So many good things. Yeah. So many good things. I'm just so excited. Who did the recap last time? I don't even remember. Oh, so it's my turn? Yeah. 
Okay, so the, the short summary is this. Um, Jean, uh, you get to see Alex again, uh, Jean's best friend. We first meet Alex in Cheer Up Sleepy Jean when Jean stays overnight at Alex's house and shenanigans occur. Mm-hmm. And I actually said to my husband when that episode aired, I wonder if Alex Papagian is going to be in the show now. And I'm glad. He he hadn't been until now, and so I was very pleased to see that I was he had come too. back. I actually really like the Alex character. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would like him as much as I do, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really happy that Jean has a real friend. Right. And not, and, an, not just imaginary friends. So, Although Ken sounds like a great friend. Oh, whatever. for sure. I mean, and, you know, maybe he's not imaginary? I don't know. You never know. Um, so anyway, uh, what happens is um, Jean and Alex have come up with this personally, I think, amazing game called Robo Wizard. What is it called? Quest. Robo Wizard Quest. Um, seems like something that our family, our the land kids, would have come up with. Yeah, but I feel like it would have been a lot more complicated. Yes, for sure. Um, so they've been playing this new game in the the basement of the restaurant. But it gets interrupted because Courtney and uh, her father pull up and um, are asking Gene if he will be Courtney's new partner in the roller dancing competition. So, yes. So, basically, um, they ask Gene. He says no. Um, and then eventually, at some point off screen, they ask Alex to be... Courtney's partner, and he accepts because he has a crush on every girl. He like-likes every girl in their grade. Right. And um, he gets to have a lot of contact with uh, Courtney when he's her partner. So um, it's basically how Gene is dealing with the fact that he has lost his friend to, you know, it could be any variety of things. I think a lot of us have gone through this, where you have a friend that you somehow end up growing apart, whether it's that person starts dating someone or their interests change or, you know, whatever. Um, but it's how Jean is dealing with that. Um, and then the B story is that there is a very strange, wealthy woman who keeps sitting outside of Bob's restaurant in her car that Linda would live in. It's interesting that you said she was wealthy. Well, because, because they make I... a big point of her being wealthy. Yeah, I... I, th- I mean, they, they talked about, yeah, I guess they have that conversation. Yeah, they talk about, um, Bob specifically says she's wealthy and she sits outside of our restaurant. I guess that is pretty weird. Mm-hmm. She's, we- she's driving a nice car. Mm-hmm. She's wearing apparently nice sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Um, but She's drawn in a way, the reason why I said that, because I'd forgotten about their conversation about mm-hmm. her being wealthy, but she's drawn in a way that very clearly indicates that she's supposed to be wealthy. She's very fancy. Yes. I actually have a note that says... She's very fancy for a shut-in. Yes. Which, it, so that's, that's part of it is, um, so she keeps sitting outside of the restaurant for hours and hours, and the, most of the episode is dedicated to Bob, Linda, and Teddy trying to figure out why she's sitting outside of the restaurant. Um, and a variety of theories abound. Um, one of them, Linda thinks that she's coming to assassinate Linda with gun glasses mm-hmm. and Teddy thinks she's a ghost who doesn't know she's a ghost mm-hmm. and Bob says oh so stupid ghost yes um, and she's in a ghost car mm-hmm. um, so and it turns out when Bob finally decides he's just going to go talk to her that she is agoraphobic mm-hmm. and her therapist has encouraged her to face her fears and she has chosen Bob's restaurant to go into a public place for the first time mm-hmm. because it's usually empty mm-hmm. um and so it's all about... <laughs> did you hear that? I did. That wasn't my stomach. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> rare form, you guys. Yeah. The dog is in rare form. He's doing great. Um, but that's, that's pretty much what it is, is um, how they are helping out. So the character's name is Brenda. Helping out Brenda with her agoraphobia. And I actually find that B story very sweet. Like yes. everything that happens toward the end and, and how they're really trying to care for her and, and, and be warm to her and all of that. So I have many, many things to say about this oh, yes. story, but yes. Um, and that's, that's part of one of the, there's so many land things about this. So yes. how about I just run down a list of the things that I consider to be land about this? Yes. And we can, and we can, we can dig break in it down where we want to. 
Because so, I already know several of them. Yes. But. So um, first land thing about this, and the most obvious, is um, roller rinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lived in a very small town uh, after we returned to the United States from living abroad. And it was the 80s, and you know there wasn't a whole lot to do, but... Um, one of the things that we did have in our town was a roller skating rink. Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed. Me too. Obsessed. I actually I actually wrote down, holy hell, I loved roller skating so much. It was like my most favorite thing. Yeah. I mean, it was something uh, active. Uh, it involved music, mm-hmm. which I was into. It involved, um, it, was, it was kind of a dancing mm-hmm. activity. Um, it was dark and fun and mm-hmm. social mm-hmm. and... Um, there was stuff to do. There was food, and then you could play video games and like all of that kind of stuff. So, for a kid in the '80s, that was pretty much like the sweetest spot you could be in. Mm-hmm. So, um, I yeah. remember, for some reason, what stands out the most to me, music-wise, the um, roller rink that we went to in the small town where we lived played that uh, 18-wheeler song by Alabama. Every time. Every single time. Every time. And it was whatever, you know, I would skate to whatever. But for some reason, that's what comes to my mind every single time I think about going to that roller rink. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't know it was Alabama. I had to look it up. But, I mean, it's whatever. Anyway. Skating. Skating. Loved, loved, loved skating. Mm-hmm. So, um, second thing that is a land thing in this, um, Alex is allergic to hummus. Very much so. Um, not the same thing that Jen is allergic to in hummus. Mm-hmm. It is an ingredient of hum- hummus that he's allergic to, and he doesn't have the same reaction, but the moment Linda walked down the stairs with hummus, mm-hmm. I thought, are, are we going to... I mean, I don't know what it was. Like, an alarm went off in my head, and I was like, holy shit, somebody's going to be not able to eat the hummus. Yeah, and when he said he was uh, allergic, I got really excited and was hoping that it, it would be, be the exact same. But I'm I'm allergic to garbanzo beans or chickpeas. They're the same thing, but they're called two different things. Anyway, um, and, and I uh, violently vomit um, if I eat them. Until she sees the future. Yes. And, um, it's almost like I have the flu. Mm -hmm. It goes on for quite some time and I get so dehydrated that it, well, I have in the past gotten so dehydrated that, um, it, you know, I have the body aches and the Mm -hmm. chills. And so it's almost like I have, um, stomach flu. So the first couple of times it happened, my family thought I had the stomach flu and then we determined that it was this allergy. And the reason why I was eating so much hummus was that we lived in the Middle East. So it's not like... We just kept giving her hummus and no. we're like, this will make your stomach better. Yeah, but the Middle East Blah. is just lousy with hummus. So much hummus. Um, when Linda came downstairs with that, uh, my husband turned to me and said, hummus and, and pretzels, is that a thing? And I yes. just looked at him and I was like, why would I know that? Yeah. No, that's true. That <laughs> is a strange thing no to ask. I have no idea if that is a thing. Although, because, and we've had this conversation before, I always think it's super tragic that you are allergic to it because I feel like hummus is something that you would... Oh, I'd be obsessed with it. ...deeply enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there, I can see why he would sometimes... Because you seem hummusy. <laughs> I do. I do seem hummusy. <laughs> so, um, all right. So there's that. Um, third thing that's land about this. Uh, Linda... Stop sign? Linda, I'm sorry, I just had to know if I knew what yes. you were going to say. Linda um, knocked her head in a stop sign. And so I picture in my head, like when I walked full tilt into that sign in the Las Vegas airport and gave myself a black eye. Yeah, so the the, the way that the show introduces it, it is that uh, Linda says, you know, when I hit my head the other day mm-hmm. and Bob says, you mean when you walked into that stop sign mm-hmm. and that is that there is nothing more Brittany than that moment. Oh, yes. So seriously, those two things appearing in this episode just delighted me. Um, it's actually very, um, I, I don't know how to, to say it. It, it. It's well known, I guess, among friends and family about how. 
I am accident prone. And it's Mm -hmm. usually in a way that's not terribly severe, but just very strange. Mm -hmm. So that time... It's more... um, I don't even think you're embarrassed by it. Well, you were embarrassed when you fell in the hole. I am. I actually am. But I'm only embarrassed because then people are paying attention Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to necessarily be the center Mm -hmm. of attention. So for me, I've become so accustomed to the fact that stupid things happen to me. Like um, when I get out of my car door and I'm wearing a wrap dress and the edge of my skirt gets caught in the door and it's windy and, of course, then the wrap dress opens up <laughs> and I'm at work. What so. about the time you fell down the stairs at work and you ran away? And I ran away. away. <laughs> yes. I fell down a full flight of stairs just outside of our shipping department at work. And there's no way those fuckers didn't hear me. And I didn't want anybody to come to see what the fuck that noise was. So I leaped up and ran outside limping from running or from falling down the stairs. It's one of the worst things about when you hurt yourself is for some reason you 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 don't want to tell anyone you're in pain. Mm-hmm. So not you, like the universal you. This yeah. is like humans. Yeah. And so you could have, you know, an arm hanging off. And you're and like, no, like, I'm no, good. no, 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 I'm, I'm good. fine, I'm fine. Totally fine. I'm fine. I'd be vomiting and fainting yes. and my arm would be hanging off. Like, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I got this under control. But I think that's the thing that I love the most about the fact that Linda just sort of was matter of fact about it, because mm-hmm. that is something that we just drop into conversations mm-hmm. where we're like, oh, that time at Coachella when I fell in the hole and the hippies saved me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that Linda just rolls with this and just knows that's part of her personality, she mm-hmm. actually ran into a stop sign. I was I was giddy that they put that in there yeah. because it was so spot yes. on me. Yes. Um the next thing that is very land about this is, um, and I'm not doing this in any particular order, but mm-hmm. the fact that Brenda is agoraphobic mm-hmm. and that was something that you dealt with when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And a few times, yes. a few different times in my life. So, um, I'm, I tend to try to be pretty open about my, you know, what, what would you even call those ailments? I don't know. Yeah. My, Short, my whatever. Not shortcomings. I wouldn't even call it that. No, I, I think it's more just the things that make me, me. Yeah. Um, so I've talked about how I have obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about my weird childhood fears in our other podcast. Um, and, and I was severely agoraphobic when I was younger and then less so agoraphobic uh, for a while when I was in my late teens, early twenties. Um, and it, 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 it tends to come back, um, in times of, of stress. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, there's well, something re- about my brain that says you, home is safe. Yes. You retreat to a comfortable place. Yeah. How accurate was the depiction? Well, that's one of the things that I was going to say. I actually don't know that much about agoraphobia, for other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I said to my husband when, when the character said I'm agoraphobic was how did she even make it to the cafe? Right. That's what I thought too. Because, you know, when I had my reoccurrence of agoraphobia in my late teens, early twenties, I had a license, but there is no way I would have driven myself somewhere. Right. And certainly not by myself. Yeah. Maybe somebody could have convinced me to drive and have them be in the car with me. But even then, that would have been really iffy. Yes. Um, much more likely that I would have been, I would have agreed to be a passenger to go to a very specific location. Um, but I think that's interesting, though, that you say that, because the fact that Bob offered to walk her into the restaurant and she said, oh, yeah, maybe that will work. Well, that, that was the other thing, is that I definitely feel like I would have found... Bob very comforting and soothing Mm -hmm. um, in that situation. So had I made it there and this this person had approached me and and engaged with me in the way that Bob engages with her, Mm -hmm. he did it right. Yeah. I, I liked the fact that he was very that Bob was so soothing. Even from from the onset, he he knocks very gently on Mm -hmm. the window to get Mm -hmm. her attention. Um, I like the fact that Brenda is very open about it mm-hmm. and immediately tells him what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact, and, and Bob does this a lot, actually, when she says, 
um, I chose your restaurant because it usually seems empty. No offense. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, it's okay. It's true. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's very straightforward. Yeah. And, and the first time that he opens up the door to the restaurant to bring Brenda in and hasn't told Linda and Teddy what's going on. And he immediately starts going, Linda, shh, 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 just, be calm. Shh, be calm. <laughs> I love that. I feel like when I was a child in my agoraphobia phase as a child, um, Linda's reaction would have scared me mm-hmm. and scared me off. Mm-hmm. As an adult, it wouldn't have. It would have been more kind of, I was just uncomfortable. It wouldn't have right. made me run away. I just would have been uncomfortable with that kind of attention and noise being directed at me. Right. Under normal circumstances, the normal, I don't even like to say normal, the uh, baseline mm-hmm. gen. Yes. Um, I don't have any problem with people interacting with me. I have no problem being the center of attention. Mm-hmm. I have, it's just not even an issue whatsoever. But when I go into that retreating, I think, yeah. but how much do you love the part when she comes back and Linda and Teddy are trying so hard not mm-hmm. to look at her or talk to her? I love it so much. It's so incredible. They're looking everywhere and they're making noises and then like... Mm, and then finally they break down and Linda says, I'm Linda. And, you know, just introduces herself and Teddy blurting out, my cousin is afraid of church bells. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Linda is the consummate extrovert. Yes. She, she is. not only, uh, needs to be the center of attention and needs to interact, you know, and be a part of everything, but it just, it drives her, you know, yes, that's, that's what she needs. So being asked to not be a part of things Mm -hmm. was torturous. Yeah. And she wants to make things better. Yeah. And the only way she knows how is to be able to interact. But, and, and again, like I said, everything about that whole scenario was very sweet. And the fact that they were so devastated that they had quote unquote ruined it when she gets scared and runs out. And then she comes back and says, thank you. I'll see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And they were elated that they had helped her. It was just dear. Except that Teddy says she was kind of annoying, right? (laughs) Yes, but that's steady, right? It's true. Yeah. It's so, so true. Um, so I'm glad we talked about the B story because there's a lot in in the A story, the main story, that mm-hmm. I just... I, I, I love Gene's relationship with his friends so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Gene so much. Mm-hmm. I love... Um, when they highlight the siblings being supportive and... Um, trying to help each other. So the fact that Tina and... So what happens is um, Alex turns out to be not as great of a partner for Courtney as her father had hoped. He's a he's basically a dance mom. He's a, a roller dance dad. Yeah. He had been in roller dancing when he was younger and now he wants Courtney to win the, the trophy he never got. So he's trying to find a, a decent enough partner for her that she can win this roller dance competition. And Alex's claps are weak. And uh, what was the other thing he said was wrong with it? I don't... Uh, oh, he's, he he can't lift her. He's oh, because, because he's her. been diagnosed with mainly calf muscles in, in his, his arms. In his arms, yes. <laughs> so, so Doug approaches Gene and asks him to um, take... Uh, Alex out of the competition and then Jean can come to the rescue and, and be part of the routine and help Courtney win. And the way that Jean wants to do this or figures out to do this is to put sesame, which is the ingredient that Alex is afraid or afraid of allergic to. He's afraid of sesame. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. If you got the hot sesame squirts, uh, it is a mess. (laughs) Um, so he's going to put hummus in a soda and then give it to Alex. And then Alex will get diarrhea. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about diarrhea, mm-hmm. the thunder from down under. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Jean can, can come in and, and deal with, with the, the competition. So, um, and the, the siblings, uh, Louise and Tina overhear him planning this with Doug and Louise, I feel like they're trying to, to very gently make her grow as a character, but still keep that sociopathicness about her. Because she says, 
I mean, it's hilarious to give him diarrhea, but I thought you liked him. And Tina is very vehemently against Jean doing this to his best friend. and As um, you would expect her to be. And Jean is doing this not out of revenge because Alex uh, took the spot as the roller dancing partner, but he wants him to come back and play Robo Wizard Quest with him mm-hmm. and be his best friend again. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole amazing musical montage. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of roller dance, roller skating. Oh my goodness, you went to the exact same place. So <laughs> Hart sings the song Alone that Gene sings uh, when he's riding on the horse and there's spotlights and it's all mm-hmm. of the things. And it's amazing. But that album came out at the same time we were living in that small town and going to that roller rink so that was actually one of the songs they would play there yes i actually made that note Mm -hmm. it was it and and i kind of wondered um you know because i imagine the showrunners writers um producers a lot of them are 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 our age Mm -hmm. and i actually kind of wondered did they have that same experience where that was one of the songs it that they would play be, at right? roller rinks? Because it's, I mean, it's perfect for what the the scene is about, but it's also perfect for the roller skating yes. uh, part of it. And it's, it must be. And, and how now, hard would it be to ride a horse wearing roller skates? It would be, to mount a horse? <laughs> yes, like your seriously. skate couldn't fit in a stirrup and he's riding bareback. He so. is. Jesus, Gene, you're just all kinds of talented. <laughs> But that's, it must be, because the more I think about it, that kind of song with the dramatic crescendo Mm -hmm. was very common Mm -hmm. in roller rinks in the 80s. And so um, it must be that they, and the fact that they chose a song that is a love song, Mm -hmm. but could be used as a love song to a friend, Mm -hmm. just really well done. And and it's so sweet that he's so devastated yes. by this that he goes into this uh, sort of fantasy sequence where he's singing about this and then it comes back to reality and he is still in the hallway at school at Wagstaff and he finishes the song and in the background you can see Jocelyn at her locker and she turns around and she just says what <laughs> and it's so, so perfect then it just goes to commercial it's so perfect. Like the fact that he's singing the entire heart song in there and she waits till that moment to turn around and go, what? <laughs> so good. I love it. That's one of my favorite moments. Anyway, so um, where was I going with this? Oh, so at the end, um, one of the things that I love very much about this, uh, the siblings uh, being supportive of each other, there's a lot of emotional support in this episode Mm -hmm. that I love Mm -hmm. and I think that I hone in on those because um, especially children are taught to process their feelings in ways that um, yes people are trying to get them to learn how to cope and be adults Mm -hmm. but I think that they a lot of times don't emphasize that it's okay for them to feel the feelings Mm -hmm. it's just how they deal with them Mm -hmm. so um, one of the things I love is when Jean shows up at the roller rink to try and get Alex to play the game in between his rehearsals and just be supportive to him, Alex is short with him because he's frustrated. And um, Jean get, throws down his, uh, so they have a mop that they've put a wizard hat on and it's part of Robo Wizard Quest. He throws down the mop and then Louise immediately runs up and points in Alex's face and screams, you don't deserve our brother. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just, I've done that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've actually done that. It's true. Mainly with me. It was frightening. Not to me. No. But for me. On behalf of Jen, Mm -hmm. I've, I've gotten all up in people's business. So true. And, um, and, Tina is also supportive, but then decides they need to have the mop for the restaurant, so she picks up the mop. Which is important. Yes, but they're, they're very vocal in their, their feelings. And then at the end, when Gene is uh, reconciling with Alex, and he doesn't let him drink the soda with the hummus in it because he can't give him, I don't want to give you diarrhea. Yes. I'm a bad friend. One of the things that impressed me was um, Alex is very good at verbalizing his feelings. Mm-hmm. I, I am mad that you tried to give me diarrhea, mm-hmm. but I'm glad you didn't because that is a mess. <laughs> Such a mess. 
It was just very, it was, I liked that. And he heard him out and he understood and he, mm-hmm. they processed very well they, together. They hugged. Yes. It, was, it was great. Processing is important. Especially little boys. They're not taught to, that it's okay to feel feelings. It's true. And they should be allowed to feel feelings. Um, one side note. Mm-hmm. In, in our house forever now, we will call most sodas brown soda. <laughs> true may i have a brown soda please (laughs) i imagine that's because they didn't want to use a brand name but it was just well and he had to emphasize that it needed to be a sugary soda that was dark so that the hummus wouldn't show but now always brown soda Mm -hmm. um one other thing about alex uh and 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 jen Mm -hmm. is that alex also has low blood sugar (laughs) yes and we've talked about my uh hypoglycemia before mm-hmm. um if i had a uh, weak claps and uh <laughs> calf muscles in my arms we basically have the same afflictions but um my claps are fine they're, yes they're totally fine um also one of the things that so i referenced this when we first started the notable reasons why i like this episode, why it is notable that I like this episode, I guess is a better way to say it, is that I actually don't really care for Courtney as a character. She's oh, really? incredibly aggravating to me. Yes, she is. She is supposed to be, um, but there is a way in... Hold on. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> My dog just deflated um, loudly. Um there's a way in which she is uh, annoying, the way she's written, that I find almost intolerable. Hmm. Um, Does she remind you of somebody? No. I, well, I don't know. Maybe. But um, I, I rarely watch The Unbearable Like Likeness of Jean. Mm-hmm. I really like her in um, uh, Work Hard or Die Trying Girl, but yeah. that's because she uh, you know, kind of comes around a bit. And she does in this episode, too. She does. But here's the thing. Uh, from the very... Guaranteed you can hear all of I'm, that. I'm so really sorry, it's, guys. No, no. It's important. It but you need to know. very important that I got some more wine. There was bartending happening. Go ahead. <laughs> um, from the very first scene, when they pull up in the car, and um, they... Uh, have Jean try to lift her, which, by the way, that whole scene. Love it. Where uh, he's, uh, uh, Courtney's father is trying to get Jean to, to lift her to show that he can. Lift. And they're all screaming back and forth, and the camera's jump, cutting Courtney, from. Jump. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but there's something about Courtney getting into jump position that is the most adorable thing. Yes. So from the very beginning, I was not put off by her. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. And I think I think maybe it was just that she wasn't completely over the top. She well, slept and on she, her necklace less in this one. She which, wasn't the main antagonist. Yeah. It was her father. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, when she decides she wants to skate with them, and she's kind of putting her hands up to, to block her father away from... It's very cute. So adorable. Like, all of it is adorable. And her closing um, credits song. Yes, yes. And at the end, when she goes into the basement to play uh, Robo Wizard <laughs> Quest with them, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe that's what really solidified it for me because that scene, her playing that, was any time that I was playing something with you and Robert when mm-hmm. we were younger. <laughs> uh, I'm melting. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because... You guys just got it. You guys got what you were doing mm-hmm. in in these scenarios. Like you and I have always, you know, had a connection. So yeah. it's not like I didn't get you. Right. But when you and Robert would come up with things, you guys would get it. And I would just be kind of like, okay, so Ugh, one time <laughs> Robert, our brother, decided that he wanted to make a video oh, to a Wilson Phillips song. I forgotten this. He always went so literal with his videos, too. He did. And, and he took them very seriously. And I want you guys to hear me when I say that. Multiple videos. Yes. So many videos. And so many choreographed dances. Mm-hmm. And mm. um, 
that was the other thing though about the the rehearsing while you're you're verbally rehearsing reminded me a lot of the time period that we did a lot of choreographed dancing with yes. Rob. I remember one time my friends and I were doing a a, a choreographed dance to a Martika song. Mm, I love Martika. Martika. I do. I loved that album. And I remember, and I feel like I talked about this maybe on Mostly True, but um, Robert came in and saw us working on our dance and was like, oh, oh no. Absolutely not. And he immediately not. stopped mm-hmm. us and said, you need to do bam, 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 bam. And he, you know, fussy, fussy, fussy. <laughs> Did this whole dance and made us do it, and then Martha Graham, Martha Graham, and we were all standing there like, "How's really? That's a really good dance you just came." <laughs> he was actually rehearsing it in his room, and he's like, Probably. "Now is my moment." He could hear us. <laughs> anyway, so when he decided to do this Wilson Phillips video. Um, Brittany was actually the cameraman and director. I don't remember you actually being in the video, but you were... Well, you he tried to replace oh, you. Oh, that's right. Because I wouldn't... I wouldn't um, die correctly. I wouldn't die correctly. Uh, he was supposed to... Okay, this is going to sound really creepy, but he was supposed to stab me in the shower. I was fully clothed. The shower was not on. Yeah. I was just standing in the shower fully clothed. <laughs> and he ripped the shower curtain aside and tried to stab me with a butter knife mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be terrified enough. Mm-hmm. So he tried to replace me with Brittany and I got really upset <laughs> and said, you kill me now. No, anyway, you kill me now. <laughs> the point is I didn't always get it. Like, well, you know what? I'm going to be real with you right now, Jen. I didn't really get that either. <laughs> so when he said you're going to be in the shower, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Now I have to die right. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Here's the other thing about Wizard Robo Quest, though, or Robo Wizard Quest, mm-hmm. Quest, is why is everybody so bad at it? Yeah, I'm I don't know. horrible at math. And four. I would just, Twelve. I would just jump the uh, a, a different direction. Yes. Just don't go that direction that you're jumping. I don't know. I just thought it was, it's one of those very, um, unusual and kind of clever ideas that I feel like we would have come up with. It reminded me a little bit of Wishbringer. I don't know why. It reminded me of when we were younger and Brittany would stay home from school and I would go to school. Mm. I would come home and Brittany would have made these elaborate like uh, treasure hunts. Oh yeah, man, I love For me those. throughout the house. I would write books and illustrate them mm-hmm. and um yeah. I was a very weird kid. But this is what I'm saying, uh Robo Wizard Quest for us. I would have built that for you and we would have played when you got Oh yeah. I it would have been it. way more detailed. Circles and math. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect game. <laughs> I'm not talking into my microphone. Hold on. I know. I'm looking down and I feel like this. Uh, the, noise, the sound is going to be all over the place. I know. I'm sorry, you guys. We're going to figure this out. No, we will. We really are going to figure this out. So we... Oh, mm, yes. I do yes. have one more thing I want to talk about. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Are you ready for me to talk about it? Yes, do it. Okay, so the, the entirety of this episode... Um, was thoroughly enjoyable for mm-hmm. me from beginning to end. Yes. Um, but much like the scene in the forest in I Bob Your Pardon, yes. there were a couple of scenes that I want to live in. Yes. And one of them was the fantasy sequence where the uh, where Brenda is shooting Linda. Yes. Uh-huh. And the way that oh, the... she got me. Yeah. <laughs> the way that the uh, animation changes from its normal animation to kind of this deeper film noir kind of, mm-hmm. kind of uh, yep. feel is incredible. And it immediately grabs your attention. But, and I know that many people feel this way because I saw it on some fan sites, um... The scene in the roller rink during the uh, contest at the end, Mm -hmm. when it shows the roller rink with the light coming off of the disco ball. Yes. It makes my jaw weak. Yeah. It made my stomach go all wombly. I love that so much. There is something about the animation in this season in particular Mm -hmm. that is just next level. Yeah. 
the animation and the cinematography combined mm-hmm. make just a much more impactful experience. Totally. Which is, excuse me, I burped. It's, <laughs> which right is, into the microphone, though. Sorry, you guys. Um, the, uh, I think that's the thing that I find the most interesting is that we're still talking about a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I can admire that about it just mm-hmm. shows the level of detail that they put into yes. things. And I made a note. Um, I know that Courtney sucking on her necklace is off-putting, but mm-hmm. the fact that they will show her put it into her mouth and take it out, yes. and when it's in her mouth, she'll do that little sucking thing. Yes. Like her little mouth yes. will occasionally in the background just go... It's those little <laughs> details that are important. Yes. Um, so, yeah. And... Yeah, that was it. Oh, another detail, though. I can't tell you how... And I don't, I'm going to go back and look at some other episodes to see if I notice this in others. But in this episode, at one point, they're in the restaurant. Um, I think it's when the kids come in and they talk about um, that they, uh, they graduated and they don't have to go to school anymore. Mm-hmm. In the background is um, an unbussed table, mm-hmm. one of the booths. And there's a hamburger on a plate that is barely touched. Hmm. And I think that is a bad detail. Yeah. Because nobody doesn't like Bob's Burgers. It's true. Except the Moody Foodie who thought that it was overdone and dry. Well, he was wrong. Yeah. So <laughs> I just thought that was a very strange detail. Yeah. Because it, it literally looks like there's a bite out of it and then nothing else. Maybe it was their second hamburger. Maybe. I didn't notice that. So. I like I like that you, you gave it that layer. Now I mm-hmm. feel better about mm-hmm. it because it was distressing me. Um, I think I um not traumatized. So occasionally I will say things to Chris the Archivist that just take him completely off guard. Mm-hmm. And there's a throwaway line-ish in this where Alex talks about that he has a crush on Strawberry Shortcake, mm-hmm. who's not real, but his feelings for her are. Right. And I, I asked Chris. I was like, "Did you ever, did you ever have a, did you ever crush on a, a cartoon character when you were a kid?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, not really. I mean, I thought Chitara was hot, but and I was like, I think everybody thought Chitara was hot." Mm-hmm. Speaking of Thundercats, mm-hmm. we came full circle. Full circle. That's the magic of Michael McDonald. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he just came into our hearts. Um, but I started thinking about it, and I, I feel like I probably did, but. Um, Okay, this is really weird. Um, you know the Ghostbusters cartoon? Yeah. I thought Egon was hot. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. Is it a thing? <laughs> um, I feel like there was... <laughs> okay, you know in um, Labyrinth how David Bowie's pants made you feel funny? Yes. Um, Purple Pie Man's did that. <laughs> <laughs> I am so pleased. I mean, I I was not into Purple Pie Man, let's be clear. But the pants. But there was something about, like, his... He was... He... He was toit. (laughs) I did not know this about you. And here's the other thing about Purple Pie Man. Look at Geraldo Rivera nowadays. Oh, shit, yeah. He's Purple Pie Man. (laughs) Oh, my God. For the record, I do not find Geraldo Rivera in any way compelling. So oh, maybe he'd be more purple by tights. I don't know. You guys, this episode, it's like you opened a present and the 80s blew up in your it's face. So true. So much. I mean, if you think about it, it's true. Strawberry shortcake? Yes. All of it. It's like they and went to the 80s. They've they've actually rebooted her a couple of times, so it's yeah. still relevant. To a child Alex's age, but at the same time, we know who he's talking Mm -hmm. about. He's Mm -hmm. talking about that strawberry shortcake. We do. So, um, all right. Are you ready for some random shit? Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the voices because I always like to talk about the voices. Um, pointing out again that Courtney is voiced by David Wayne. Um... Alex is voiced by Thomas Middleditch. I find Alex's voice so soothing. Mm -hmm. I really, really like it. And adorable. Yes. Um, I am becoming more and more obsessed with Brooke Dillman. 
She was Mrs. Papazian, mm-hmm. and she was Brenda, mm-hmm. and she was Laverne in Live and, Live, Live and Let Fly. Live and Let Fly. Mm-hmm. She does so many voices on this show, mm-hmm. and I think I'm obsessed with her. I wish that I could do voice work. I mean, I don't have the voice for it. No, me neither. If you think about it, that would be really fun. Oh, so fun. Like, way more fun to me than than being an actor as an actor. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's... Um, I think for me, it's the fact that you can... Um, and most voice actors actually do physically act while they're doing it. Right. Uh, you can do that and then they enhance it by the animation. Mm-hmm. So I think but, that would be a dream job for me. What? My stomach. Oh, it's fine. Um, one of the things that I love about Bob's Burgers is the fact that the voice actors actually um, act together, yes. which is not common. Uh, most of the time when you are seeing something animated, the various people in it have recorded their portions separately and then they stitch them together. Um, But when they record Bob's Burgers, um, all of them get in a room so that they can riff off of each other. Exactly. There's an element of mm -hmm. of ad-libbing that is important to this. And and I'm convinced that's part of the reason why it has that that feeling, that that passion, that magic, um, that connection, that Christmas magic. That yes, that connection that the characters have with each other—a yeah. true affection. Yep. So I, I really enjoy that. Um, John Michael Higgins is the voice of Doug. Um, I, when I looked him up, uh, Doug is Courtney's father. Um, when I looked him up, I was like, boy, he really looks familiar. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that he was in. Um, he he was probably most well known in Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. I've never seen any of those movies, but he's apparently in at least two of them. Mm. Um, but he was also in two Christopher Guest movies. The one I know him from is Best in Show. Mm-hmm. He is the um, he's Scott, the partner of um, oh my gosh, he played Lenny in Laverne and Shirley. Oh, his character. Oh, okay. And yeah. they have the the little dog mm-hmm. that's in the show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's how I knew him mm-hmm. is from that. He was also in A Mighty Wind. Um, I love the fact that I can go. That's probably the reason why I like the voices so much. Not only because I find some of them so soothing and pleasing to listen to, mm-hmm. but then when I go in and start digging into what their backgrounds are, I can make a connection to somebody that right. I know. Yeah. Um, in other stuff, mm-hmm. so. Um, so that's all for the voices. I did want to point out that the burgers in this episode, the burger names, were so on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Frankie Goes to Hollandaise Burger. Yep. Again, 80s. Mm-hmm. The 50 Glaze to Eat Your Burger. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when that song came out, but maybe 80s? Mm, I think it's earlier. Yeah. But And then there's uh, Throw Your Hands in the Heirloom Burger Mm -hmm. that I loved so much. Which sounds delicious. Yes. I would, I'd eat the pazoo right out of that. Um, And then the last thing I have on my list right here in all caps is I want a stuffed shape with eyes. Yes. I need it in my life. (laughs) And it's adorable. It is. Whatever that thing is. And she has it at the end that makes me so pleased. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't think I have anything else. That's that's all I got, man. Yeah. I I, I just ended with a <laughs> good ending. I really loved how much not only that they packed about our childhood into this episode that but and that I we think were they did it for us. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. They were like, those land sisters, they will get this. It's true. And we unpacked all of them lovingly and set them out in a row. Mm-hmm. And we said, strawberry shortcake and purple pie man's pants. That's right. <laughs> all those, sh- those things, you guys. <laughs> Sorry, but that we were what? But what? Huh? You said not only that there was so much from but, our childhood, but... But that we were able to then unpack. Oh, yes. Okay. So they packed it for us, and then we yes. unpacked it, and we okay. were like, sweet. I wanted to make sure you were able to finish that thought. I finished. Okay. I'm good. I want a Frankie Goes to Hollandaise burger now. Okay. You should make that happen. I, you can make that happen. I, I can. Yeah. I think I will. All right. Oh, that was so much fun. I, I really know. enjoyed that. I loved this episode. Me too. So very, very much. I think it's going to be 
uh, one of those that I go back and watch over and over and over. Um, not that that's not most of them, but yes, but this is one of your going to be, it's going to be a go-to maybe it's, it's your one of your going to (laughs) be, it's one that's going to show up on iTunes as most watched. It's true for you. It's true. I can tell that already. One of your gonna be is what it's gonna um, be. It is. It's gonna, it's one of my gonna be's. Um, so there's a new episode tonight. It's called mm-hmm. UFO No You Didn't. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, so maybe we'll be talking about that next time. Yeah. Or maybe um, Bobby Driver. I watched that one too. Yeah, and we, we skipped that one, so we have to come back around. I mean, it's about crafting, and you know how I am about needlepoint crafting. It's true. So. Um, and then there... Um, the new Christmas episode <gasps> is, uh, so next week. Exciting, so, exciting. so, um, I am actually leaving town, um, shortly thereafter. So we need to find the time to talk about the Christmas one before I leave. That's easy. I'm out all that week. Yeah. I'm off work. Yeah. So we're good. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm very excited about yeah. that. Do you want to touch my finger knee? Um, yes. Okay. Um, part of part of what's happening here is that Brittany is really far away, so I can no longer touch her knee while we're talking. Not really far away. <laughs> like, not in the other state. The other state. <laughs> that one. Brittany can read maps. I can sometimes. All right. Um, we've been here for a really long time, so... Ooh, how long? We're going to be done now. No, I mean, since we started messing with... Oh, fucking A. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> There you go, guys. Love ya. Love ya. And bye. Okay, bye. This has been an episode of Pod's Burgers. Our theme song is No Smoking by the Blue Dot Sessions.